Lecture topic. Concern for righteous company. Hadith Sharif was discussed many times, which is very, very important to keep revising. Al Qawma Rahimahullah, a very special student of Abdullah bin Mas'ud, such a great personality in his own right, that a person like Abdullah bin Mas'ud, he says that whatever I know, Al Qama has now learned it. And Abdullah bin Mas'ud was that personality who was endorsed by Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Learned the Quran from four people, the first on the list, Nabi Islam gives his name. So whatever I am happy with, whatever Ibn Umm Abd, Abdullah bin Mas'ud is happy with, I am happy with. A person of that caliber, and he is now saying that whatever I have learned, whatever I have taken from Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the student of mine has taken. So he is not any ordinary person, person of a very high rank. Now he comes to Sham, comes to Syria for the first time. So he first goes and performs two rakats salah in the masjid. And the first dua he makes among the duas he makes is that Allahumma yassir li jaleesan saliha. Allahumma yassir li jaleesan saliha. Allah you grant me pious company. Allah you enable me to find with ease. I've come to a strange place. I've come to a place that I'm not familiar with. I don't know the people. So Allah I am most concerned about righteous company. Now this itself tells us how important it is that before anything else a person chooses his company. He is going to a place he is not familiar with the people. <coughs> right at the beginning of the whole stay there, his greatest concern is who he is going to be in whose company. So he makes his dua. And then short while later he comes out, he sees a gathering of people. He sits somewhere, some person comes, he sees this is somebody very senior. He asks the people, who is this? Abu Darda radiallahu ta'ala. He says, see my dua got answered already. And then whatever conversation took place, but the concern that he had, that's the lesson. Now we are going to be in a different situation, going from madrasa, going to our homes, going to wherever we're going. So the thing that shaitan will do first is to try and change a person's mindset, his thinking, his which direction he was thinking in madrasa, he must now think that I am free, that I got no restrictions now, I don't need to bother about anything. I can be my own boss, I can do what I want. So that's the first thing that shaitan tries to make a person think that I am free. So now there is no need for me to be concerned about what I do, where I go, what I look at, what I listen to. Whereas there is no such thing as freedom. That's the greatest deception of shaitan. Either a person will remain the slave of one Allah or he'll become the slave of everything else. That's a choice that he can make. Either remain the slave of one Allah Ta'ala and obey Allah Ta'ala's commands and be within the restrictions that Allah Ta'ala has placed. Those restrictions which every bit of them is purely for the benefit of insan. The restriction is not for anything else but for the benefit of insan. A parent restricts a child, little child from playing with a knife. So he's very upset about it. He's throwing a tantrum because his knife has been taken away from him. Because he regards that restriction as a problem for himself. But any person who has a little bit of sense also, they know that this restriction 
is purely the child's benefit. Otherwise, just now he's going to cut himself, and Allah knows best what will happen thereafter. So likewise, the restrictions Allah has placed is purely for our benefit. So a person who remains in the slavery of one Allah, then he'll be free from all the other shackles of dunya. Things that shackle people in a way that when they want to themselves get out of it also, they can't come out then. So he'll be out of all these slaveries. And if a person defies being the slave of one Allah, he'll become the slave of everything else. He'll become the slave of his nafs, he'll become the slave of shaitan, he'll become the slave of other people's wounds and desires, he'll become the slave of whatever dunya dictates, and whatever things people now in the society, no matter how corrupt it might be, but if that's what the corrupt society is dictating and demanding, he'll feel it impossible to now break away from that. The customs of people which are very burdensome, which create a lot of difficulty. Now everybody is doing something, I've got to do it. So now all these shackles and all these slaveries he'll get caught up in. So to the extent that he keeps in the slavery of one Allah, and we are only the slaves of Allah Ta'ala. And we reaffirm this in every salah, every rakat. Iyaka na'bud. This ibadat from abdiyat. And being the total. This ibadat of Allah Ta'ala means not just only <coughs> performing salah. We are your slaves entirely. And therefore we submit to you alone. So now that a person will be in a different environment and he may not have anybody to tell him anything much because many of times even parents sometimes are very hesitant to say something. They don't know how the sort of would react this now. So parents also are restricted and the restrictions have gone in a different direction now. The children are often free. The parents are restricted from saying anything, from doing anything. Because just now the person might react in a way that might just disrupt the whole piece of the house so rather just let it be but that is not for our benefit that's not going to help us we need to restrict ourselves within the confines that Allah has placed for us so the first thing and the most important thing is this company company and as mentioned many many times it's not confined to human company the more dangerous company nowadays is all the device company the word is ajib also, it's device, the very word vice is inside it. That it is a gateway to almost every vice. A person who doesn't have that control over himself is not going to take anything much for him to fall in some vice. Therefore the safest and the best thing is not to come anywhere close to it. When there is a problem in something and a person comes close to it, he's going to risk himself falling into it. So this is the very, very crucial thing that we have to now think carefully. Al-Qamar came to a new place, first he did now. person of that caliber, but this was his concern. He didn't just make dua casually from his heart. He went and made two rakat salah also. He went and made two rakat salah, then made dua. Now we are going to be leaving for home. We were first to make two rakat salah, beg Allah Ta'ala's help. Whatever time of the day it might be whether it is now, whether it is after everything is over, to, time to leave but the point is that now it's preparation to leave person makes surakat salah makes dua sincerely, begs Allah Ta'ala's help Allah, it's only with your help that I can be saved and to constantly have that concern the person who is carefree carefree that is very dangerous person who is concerned that concern now is what this Hadith Sharif is discussing what makes a person come of that caliber, come first, make turaqat salah, and then make dua, and beg Allah Ta'ala for pious company, righteous company. There's something inside. 
There's a concern, there's a worry that I must now find righteous people so I can remain in that kind of company, that benefit will come to me. So the person who's concerned, the person who's afraid of getting out of line in some way, so therefore he's staying far away from the borders of things, such a person will receive the divine protection of Allah Ta'ala. The person who feels I am fine, there's no problem, I got no reason to be concerned about anything. That lack of concern is the first step towards downfall. The person feels that I got nothing. Now he's not going to make dua also. He's not going to be taking precautions of not going close to anything that's going to harm him. To get close to things that are going to drop him into some sin and vice. He's going to be carefree. That's the first step towards downfall. Darne wale ki hifazat ki jati hai. Muhammad Khan in his wasiyat, person of that seniority, in his wasiyat, two very important points among the many points he wrote, which are things to inscribe on the heart. One was, Mangne wala mahroom nahi rehta. A person who keeps asking from Allah Ta'ala. person who keeps asking from Allah Ta'ala is never deprived. And darne wale ki hifazat ki jati hai. The one who is concerned, he is protected. So this concern, concern for our deen, concern for our Islam, concern for our haya, concern that whatever we've learned mustn't just get wasted and lost. So this concern is of a very crucial nature because this concern is what then keeps a person moving forward. That bare ye ummad ki maut. When a person gets into bare lack of concern, that is the death of a person, spiritual death. Bare spiritual death. This is why we have been repeatedly, we have been encouraged and in fact instructed to make tafakkur. وَيْتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَيْتَفَكَّرُونَ Repeatedly this has been highlighted. When a person will engage his mind in such a way, in that concern, this is what will open out the heart. This fikr and this amal, both are important. The person who will be concerned, will take care, he will be Make, taking steps to bring down the rahmat of Allah upon himself, inshallah he gain that rahmat.